Absolutely. So we are going to get into our Bible study time. Um, we are looking at a bit of a new section. So those of you guys who listen pretty regularly, this is a 20 million movement Bible study. So all across the globe, um, a bunch of us are looking at the same passage. It's kind of nice. It's kind of nice to do a Bible study with people. It's kind of nice here in the morning. We get to talk about it with other people. I uh, That's my favorite Kind of nice is a bit of an understatement. It is fantastic, <laughs> it's fantastic. Okay, to study there we the go. Bible. It is transformative. Oh, no, you should do it every day. I was just saying nice as in like to do it with other people. Ah, yes. You know, yes, because yes, yes. normally all I have is me. Yes. So it's nice to have the option, as many people didn't during COVID, yes. um, to come together and have a bit of a chat about yes. what they're finding, yes, what yes, God's yes. revealing, mm-hmm. how it's transforming their lives. Yes. So if you are wanting to study the Bible with some people, go to a church, find a church that is a good Bible-believing church, mm-hmm. uh, and they open their Bibles together and study it together uh, and study with people there. Or if you uh, want, go and find people to study with and share your faith with from the scriptures. It mm. is fantastic. Absolutely. Um, and today we are going to look at crisis of leadership. So what it looks like when uh, someone is a leader. Um, last week it was kind of on crisis of identity, but we weren't here on the radio. So this is our this week's kind of topic. Yes. Um, we're going to jump into the Word. Do one of you guys want to just open with prayer for us before we, before we start reading? I'll pray. Awesome. Let's pray. Dear Father in heaven, Lord, we pray that your Holy Spirit would be with us this morning as we open your Word together, that he would be the one teaching us and mm. guiding our thoughts and that uh, our hearts would be open to uh, accept the call uh, when he speaks. Mm. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So uh, we are looking at today's study, which is focused around Isaiah chapter 6, reading verses 5 to 7. So Isaiah chapter 6, verses 5 to 7 says, uh, Then I said, It is all over. I am doomed, for I am a sinful man. I have filthy lips, and I live among people with filthy lips. Yet I have seen the King, the Lord of heaven's armies. Wait, wait, wait. You're You're a day ahead. Jump back. It's Tuesday, right? Yeah, we do the day before. We do the day before. Yeah. That's okay, though. It's I'm a good so verse. I excited to read that. No, keep reading. Okay, no, it's okay. You can keep reading. We're, we're, okay, we're I was just like, chapter no, six. I was just like, I was so confused. This isn't what I have on my screen. No, no, no. Keep going, keep going. All right, all right. So Onwards. I'm bouncing back to where I'm supposed to be. Apologies, <laughs> dear listeners. All good. Uh, Isaiah chapter 6, verses 1 to 4. Uh, and it says, oh, we'll get a bit of context now. Mm. Ah, much more helpful mm. rather than just jumping straight in. Yeah. All right. So we know uh, what's happening. <laughs> it was the year that King Isaiah died. Ah, now we have a year. Okay. <laughs> that I saw the Lord. He was sitting on a lofty throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Attending him were mighty seraphim, each having six wings. And with two wings they covered their faces, and with two they covered their feet, and with two they flew. They were calling out to each other, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of heaven's armies. The whole earth is filled with his glory. Their voices shook the temple to its foundations, and the entire building was filled with with smoke. This is a hectic thing to see. Yeah. Let's just start with that. Like if you were just chilling doing whatever you're up to and then this is the picture yes. that is before you you're like Whoa. okay. <laughs> cool cool cool. Yes. So so it's it's a time of political turmoil bit yeah. of context Isaiah has the king Isaiah not Isaiah mm. Isaiah he has just died. Uh the Assyrians are on the war path. Uh, everyone's wondering what is going to be happening. There is much yeah. uncertainty and confusion. And Isaiah, the prophet, recording this right here, he sees a vision of the temple 
of God. He's taken in a vision and he is taken to the throne of God and he heard this loud cries of praise from shining seraphim. They have wings covering their faces, wings covering their feet and two wings they fly with. Uh, and as they cl- as they shout and proclaim, holy, 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 the earth trembles beneath his feet mm. uh, it is a uh, you know it, it, he, per, he peers through this swirling smoke as it fills the temple uh, and and it, it oh, oh, oh my goodness just what an experience you know we so often you know think what would it be like to see God to see an angel mm. and many times angels do appear and help us in our Christian walk but sometimes they just appear mm. as fellow human beings to help us and then when we look back to say thank you they're gone mm. you know uh, the Bible says do not uh, forget to entertain angels, for in doing so, some strangers. Ha- sorry, strangers, mm. for in doing so, some have entertained angels unaware. Mm. But I'm fairly certain that if uh, someone came to me with two wings covering their face, <laughs> two wings covering their feet, and flying mm. with two of the wings, I would think I would recognize that they might be an angel. <laughs> um, so we have here; these are special angels. These are the angels that guard God's presence, that are ever in his presence to praise and glorify him. Mm. Uh, And Isaiah has had the incredible special privilege of seeing them in this vision. Mm. And I think it's kind of an interesting thing, right, that these these are the beings who are in his presence, like they're direct contact with God. And their go-to is, man, we have to praise this this being. Mm. You know, like it's, as on a human level, we cannot see God, we can ignore God, we can whatever. You're like, yeah, 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 no, God, you're awesome, you're big, you're majestic. No, these are the angels, right, who are going, holy, holy, holy. You know, they, I just, I can't imagine that experience because we don't have it yet, right? Mm. This Mm. is our God. We are his children. Yeah. And he is our savior. Mm -hmm. This is uh, the God who gave up everything, gave up even his own life so that he might win us. He is our savior. He's our protector. Mm. And with a protector like this, how can we fail? Yeah. Mm. I like what uh, one of the book's prophets and kings uh, says about this by uh, Ellen White. It's, she says, As Isaiah beheld this revelation of the glory and majesty of his Lord, he was overwhelmed with a sense of the purity and holiness of God. How sharp the contrast between the matchless perfection of his creator and the sinful course of those who with himself had long been numbered among the chosen people of Israel and Judah. So really, the uh, the transcendent holiness of God emphasized here in Isaiah's vision is a basic aspect of this message. Mm. God, he is a holy God and he demands holiness from his people. A holiness he will give to them if we repent. If Mm. they will repent. Uh, Turn from their evil ways and submit to him in faith and obedience. So this cry of holy, 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 you know, that's God. Holiness is God, holiness in a human being is closeness to God. And so as we repent and draw near to God, he is able to uh, declare us holy as well through mm. what Jesus has done for us. Well, and that's the point, right? Because God calls us to be holy, but there is nothing in us that is going to reach that mm. point. Mm. And it's just this beautiful gifting. That he's like, man, I want you to be holy. Holy, let me let me give you holiness. Oh, you know, and if you wanna, that's if just you, all gift. Yeah, and if you want to know how, uh, more about that specific aspect, our reaction to a God like this and being in the presence of a holy God, you must tune in tomorrow for, you'll be doing the next one, right? Absolutely. Tomorrow. We right, sure will. Good. That's Because right. <laughs> I was going to do it and it was really cool and you now I can't, but uh, <laughs> time's out. But anyway, tune in tomorrow and you'll get to hear it. It's fantastic.
But we do have a couple more Encounter with God sections to come and we'll continue talking about this in just a sec. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Okay, and we're back. Um, So, yeah, as we were just reading in Ezekiel, so we actually have a couple other different points. Isaiah. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. I was reading on my screen Ezekiel. You are correct. Um, So we're just talking about, oh, sorry, what I'm reading, which I was going to talk about, is that there are many people in the Bible who have visions, and not all of them. Ah, No, I take that back. I think all of them have this very... I know, I guess, grand nature to them. Um, I am reading again. So for those of you who have been listening the past few months, you know Ezekiel is my favorite book in the Bible, hands down. And one of you guys, I don't even know who it was at this point, made a suggestion that I should take the year to go through it. And then Lyle, of course, being Lyle, chucked out this idea that I should make my own personal devotional from it. So I'm doing that because I just think, People don't seem to read Ezekiel like I want them to read Ezekiel. I love it. And so he's like, you should write a book. And I was like, book? I don't want to write a book, but maybe devotional. Anyway, the point of the story is I've just started reading Ezekiel again. And that was one thing I noticed when I was um, when I was looking through it. I'm just going through a few verses at a time. And he starts to have this vision. And I was like, man, why, why are we getting all this information? Why are we getting the background mm-hmm. for things? Um, oh. I'll just finish my sentence and then we have a call who's going to tell us some more. Um, you know, why are we getting all this background? And I was like, you know what? I, I honestly think it's it's so much to do with God being like, hey, just so you know, I want to be present with you people. We know the sanctuary service, right, was all about God wanting to be where the people were. going to come back to that thought in just a moment. We have Bruce on the phone. Bruce, tell us your thoughts. Oh. For the glory of God. I was thinking about how privileged we are as human beings because when Isaiah seen this glory and whatever and this cloud, he's sort of, you know, dumbfounded. We, of all people in the universe, we're the only ones that actually have a relationship with God where we get to know his thoughts and his feelings, Mm. the inner part of God, and we're not awed by the outside of God, you know, the the glory, because we don't see it. And so we're actually privileged to actually have that intimate relationship with him, you know, that no one else in the universe has. And we only have it at this time while we're on this earth. You know, when we get to heaven, well, that glory will be there. And I'm not saying we won't have a relationship with God or whatever, you know, but this is something really special. And that's why we're really special people. And if you think about it, Jesus became one of those special people and, and his glory was veiled in humanity, you know? So yeah, there's a, it's pretty deep when you, the more you think about it, how privileged we are what we have that we probably don't appreciate. Absolutely. Thanks so much for sharing your thoughts there, Bruce. Um, that was awesome. That's so true. I mean, to whom much is forgiven, we we love much because we're forgiven much. Yeah. I just – that's a really cool thought. I just haven't looked at it like that at all before. Like I have a couple of friends that this year particularly, they've been in a long-distance relationship with someone and it's just been hard, right? There's just distance. Is that you guys at all? You and uh, oh, you're well, just talking. Yeah, no, well, no. Well, oh. we had a month of of long distance, okay. which was tough. Yeah, but yeah, no, I respect that. 
But that's a really good point that Bruce makes. Like, there's a really special aspect to still investing time in someone because you care, even when you're like, mm. we don't have the option right now of that FaceTime. Mm-hmm. But man, I still care about you so much. And I, I don't think that's exactly the point that Bruce is making. But I really like looking at that as a special sort of relationship that other people don't have, that we actually just get to know God's heart, just to know his heart. In the scope of the universe, mm. it's like Earth was the only world that fell. Mm. And so we could be so discouraged and say, oh, look, what's wrong with us? You know, everyone else, <laughs> the angels, you know, two-thirds of the angels had no problem at all. And, and, um, and yet they don't look down on us because Jesus became one of us. Yeah. And he will always be a human being. Yeah. Um, and he carries uh, the wounds of his sacrifice with him still. Mm. And he always will. And so we have that close connection with God. Um, I'm not sure I'd go so far as to say closer than anyone else in the universe, but uh, we have that way of relating to God that he has been one of us. Mm. He is still one of us. I would say that it is a closer than than the angels have because in the in the sense that Jesus didn't become an angel. Right. Now, he became a human being. He is our brother, and the Bible says that with him... We are co-heirs, mm. um, you know. So he mm. is the son of God. He is the prince of the universe. Mm. Uh, he is the heir of all things. And through him, because he is now one of us, we are co-heirs with him uh, when we are, are when we are in Christ. And so <clears throat> there is a sense. I mean, obviously, you know, we can't be in heaven right now as the angels are physically face-to-face with, with God, with Christ. Um, but in the sense of who, what, what, Jesus did in, in becoming human, uh, human and veiling that glory in human flesh and now still being a human, mm-hmm. I think we have, we have something that no one else has as human beings. That's absolutely right. Mm. And I think, actually, you make a good point on that. Because, what it, because of what it costs God, I think that by nature of that, the relationship changes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like we, we, one of the good news stories we had oh, months ago was about – Oh, let me get this right. I think there was someone who donated her kidney to this pretty much a stranger. I think had put up, you know, a Facebook post saying, hey, like we're desperate. We just don't have – was it a kidney? Anyway, there was something donated, <clears throat> some organ. Mm-hmm. Would and, have been a kidney. Yeah. Is the only organ you can donate <laughs> yeah, like, while you're still alive. <laughs> yeah. Does make sense. Do um, you have two of them? Yeah. And anyway, so so this – just lady from the town went, hey, I'll get tested. Yep, hers matches. And the family just said, you know, now she's she's a daughter to us mm. because she has given us part of her body, right. you know. And I think that if we look at that in the context of Jesus, um, man, he gave off like everything, mm. like his body, his life. But He was even willing to give up his salvation. Exactly, which is hectic, right? That's insane. And that's not to say that there is – um, it's not that God then p- plays favorites with us. It's not like, oh, I love you more. I think it's just a different relationship that other other beings haven't had to experience. Mm-hmm. Well, other beings haven't had to experience sin and exactly. death and living in a world of yeah. corruption. Yeah. And yet Jesus was the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Mm. He, uh, before, before time immemorial, um, the, the Trinity decided, look, if one of these worlds falls, 
uh, we're going to sort we're, it out. We're going to save it. Yeah. yeah. And I think this is this is what's such an amazing dichotomy, right, is we have the divinity and humanity of Christ. Mm. Like if we come back to Isaiah or, you know, the the visions in Ezekiel or Daniel or Revelation, that's where you see the divinity of what what was given up. You know, we have these beautiful gospels of, of Christ coming as human, but then we go back to these passages and, yeah, the part which we don't quite get to today but as Harley was started reading before and, and we will tomorrow, Isaiah kind of realizes he's like, whoa, whoa, I'm not that. Mm. Like this this thing you're talking about, this glory of who God is, whew, this this is a lot for me to be taking in right now. <laughs> right. And I think the church today tends to really focus on Jesus as our brother and our friend. Mm. And that's absolutely true. And yes. we need to focus on that. Yeah. But Jesus is also the ruler of the universe. Yeah. God has put all things under his feet. Yeah. And he is... He knows so much more than us. His thoughts are so much higher than ours, so much more complicated. And when we're uh, having a relationship with someone who knows and loves and uh, that's that's just we, – we need to have a sense of that. Mm. that Lord awe. and Saviour, hey. Like I was, I was praying about that this morning. Just, just there were things going through my head and I was just like, oh, man, God, I don't even know how to pray about this and – just, yeah, just really, I think, reminded in my life what you're talking about. It's like Christ is my saviour. Mm. And the Bible says he's not ashamed to call me like family, which is crazy to me. Also is the Lord of the universe. Bruce just called us in. He had a quick note to say Bruce uh, said that we are the only ones that get to choose to be the sons Ooh. of God, which is why we are the elect. So thank you, Bruce, for sharing that. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. I was going to say we have our final section of Encounter with God. Um, we have been looking in Isaiah this morning at um, yeah, yes. the holiness of God We were just speaking uh, about the special relationship we have as human beings with God for what Jesus did. And during the break, I was reading through this passage in Hebrews chapter 2, mm. uh, verses 5 down to verse 11, which really unpacks this very clearly, biblically, scripturally. Uh, It says, For he has not put the world to come of which we speak in subjection to angels, but one testified in a certain place. This is, he's now going to quote, the uh, the author of Hebrews is now going to quote from the book of Psalms. He says, One testified in a certain place, saying, What is man that you are mindful Mm -hmm. of him, or the son of man that you uh, take care of him? You have made him a little lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor, and set him over the works of your hands. You have put all things in subjection under his feet. So, Mm David in this psalm is saying, you know, what is man? Why? You know, we're so small. We're just para- we're, we're just microbes. As from the beginning mm. of our show, Anthony Hopkins, yeah. when he was speaking about his his understanding of of, of of God and relationship with God and so forth and 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 so on, he said, you know, who are we? Yeah. You know, and, and in that in that in that connection, you know, so he says. Going on in verse 9, but we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, might taste death for everyone. For it was fitting for him, for whom are all things and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory, that's us, 
the sons and daughters of God, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. For both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified are all of one, for which reason he is not ashamed to call them his brothers and mm. sisters. And so that is the incredible relationship that we have with God as, as human beings now, in that because both he that sanctifies us, that's Jesus, and those who are being sanctified, that's us. Mm-hmm. We are all one, and as a result, he is not ashamed to call us brothers and sisters. And as Paul says elsewhere in Scripture, uh, if we are, uh, are are sons of God and, and, and brothers and sisters with Christ, we are co-heirs with mm-hmm. him as well. And that's. I just want to encourage you guys, if you're listening, um, I've had a few conversations with some friends just here and there recently and over the years about, um, I guess we, we like would say the points of shame in our life where we go, man, self, that was dumb. What are you up to? Whatever the thing is, man, if we have Jesus, who's here going, I'm, I'm not ashamed to call you family. Right. You know, don't, don't let that shame of your past, your whatever, your thing be the thing that keeps you from his throne and his heart mm. because he's open, you know. Um, he is a God of majesty and glory, the creator of everything, right? But if he's there going, hey, just just come, I'm, I'm not ashamed of knowing you. I'm mm. not ashamed of our association. Right, it's that balance mm. that even though he's the God of the universe and we can't presume on him to be interested in us, mm. yet he has promised. Yes. And we can rest in that promise that he wants a relationship with us, that he wants us to t- turn to him mm. and start this journey of faith. Mm. Mm, mm, yes. So going back to uh, Isaiah, yeah. uh, Isaiah sees this vision of, of, of God's glory. Holy, 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 the seraphim proclaim, the ground shakes beneath his, his, his feet. Um, and... Really, what he's getting is in this sense, in this time of turmoil around mm. him, a a clear picture from God that he is still in control. He's still right. the king. Yeah. He is still the king of his people, and even through that discouraging situation. Uh, you know, he is being uh, comforted, uh, and and you know by by this fact. Now, that's going to eventually be what happens. Like immediately, Isaiah is like freaked out. <laughs> Uh, which you're going to learn yeah. about tomorrow, so True. tune in for that. Um, but these visions help God's prophets in mm. these times uh, to give them what they need to stay faithful, even during a crisis situation. And all of us really have been in discouraging situations ourselves. You know, we can think of uh, last year. You know, was was a tough one, and you know, everyone's saying, "Oh, 2021, New Year." But hey, look, we don't know what the future holds. Mm. It could be even worse, yeah. right? <laughs> it could, I don't know why everyone's so uh, like that. Sorry, you always have to be positive in the New Year. Maybe I'm just being a little bit pessimistic. I'm sorry, but we've all been in discouraging situations where, from outward, mm. everything seems to be like lost. And even um, though we don't always get visions from. God, of the glory of God, um, as Isaiah did here, um, let, you know, we, we can always think back on the ways in which God was able to sustain us yeah. and strengthen our faith during times mm. of crisis. And so during those situations, lean on him as, uh, uh, and, and even use the experience of Isaiah and the other prophets in the, in the Bible to help you through that. Um, and, and yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> What better time to do that than the new year? Yes. Look back over the past year, you know, lots of bad things went down, but 
how to have I grown? What have I learned? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And where was God uh, in there, mm. sustaining me and leading me and guiding me through? Yeah, mm. absolutely. Uh, he may not be this kind of insane, crazy vision like Isaiah gets here. He could be as 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 Jade was sharing earlier. This, he's not in the fire. He's not mm. in the in the in the earthquake. But he's in that still small, small voice, voice speaking and encouraging us. Mm. And you know, just going back to an earlier point that I think you made, Holly. If you um, want to be with a church body, you know, find find a small group, find a church because. God does use other people to encourage mm. us as well. And like, let's absolutely hold on to scripture. And for the times when we need that flesh and blood conversation, that's the point of church, right? Like, let's do mission and let's build each other up. Like, let's be that body. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. It is time for Question of the Day. Question of the Day. All right, Brett is asking for the question of the day, how do you reconcile God, whose definition is love, 1 John chapter 4, verse 8, mm. with the destruction of the wicked and God's acts toward the enemies of Israel in the Old Testament? I think part of the problem that we have in trying to wrap our heads around what it means for God to be love and and a judge as well is that when we think of God's judgment, we often think, oh, I'm scared of God judging me for the wrong things that I have done. But there's another way of looking at this, and that is there are people who have wronged me, who've done horrible things to me, um, and me much less than many other people in this world. Um, there, are, there are people who go through horrific things at the hands of, of, of um, others. Mm. And what justice is there for them? God says, vengeance is mine. I will repay. Don't go chasing after them, trying to make them hurt, because that's only going to soak up your own life, your own energy, and your own joy. Let God take care of that. And God has promised that he will uh, judge the wicked, and he won't clear the guilty by any means. Mm. Uh, he mm. will bring true justice. And yes. So we, you know, there is, let's say there's an abuser. Abuses his family, abuses mm. his kids, horrific, horrific ways. He lives a good life and dies. And then, you know, we are, you know, to expect a loving God to allow this person to be to, into heaven who is unrepentant, who hates God, who hates others, mm. uh, and, 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 you know, just desires to hurt and so forth. And these are these kind of people out there. Israel's enemies in the Old Testament, these were not just mm. people like you and me. These were people who, if they were in a mountain, you know, some kind of mountain in, in, here around us today, we would be asking the federal police to go in there and show no mercy to the, the kind of, these people were com, who, people who committed child sacrifice, mm. burned children in altars to Molech, and, and, and horrible, horrible things like this, you know. These were seriously depraved, satanic, uh, satanic cultures that had to be dealt with. And so, if God didn't do these things, and God didn't punish the wicked at the end, and God didn't deal with these the, their enemies there, how could we possibly say that God was a loving God? Mm. You know, justice. You know, love demands justice. And I, um, yeah. and 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 Jesus gave his life for the justice that we deserve. And when we when we uh, give our lives to him, he his his place is substituted in our place. 
Mm. Uh, and, and that's just an incredible thing to think about. And I think that someone made a really interesting point to me at one point in my life that they said, you actually don't know how many steps where you are from the very worst human that out there there is. You know, God knows our hearts. And as you were saying, Harley, man, there are people in the world who God reveals himself to everyone in some way. I don't know how that mm. looks for every person, but man, he wants everyone to be saved. He's not going down without a fight. But if you say no, he respects that. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.